the uh, latest obsession has, of course, been the interactive Wonka chocolate experience. Yes. (laughs) I followed so much of that. I am... Uh, and so in love. Um, did you read the script? I read. I, I was it the script? Yeah. I did read you read the site? Oh, if you've not read the actual full script yet, I, I'm I, looking right now. Here's the full AI generated script from the Wonka disaster. Oh man. Wait, where? Can you uh, read it? Oh, here. I was say, if it's not here, I For the first a- note. The first page is blank. Good start. I pulled a copy from the Facebook page and backed it up just in case scene a whimsical brightly lit stage that hints at the magic of the garden of enchantment beyond willie mcduff a character of eccentric charm and wit stands before the curtain that separates the mundane from the magical the audience is buzzing with anticipation (laughs) oh oh there's a lot more of that (laughs) i need to know where the unknown comes in So I ask you, are you ready to embrace the unknown and discover the secrets that lie within? Hmm, that's not it. That's, no, that's a lower, the actual that's unknown. lowercase unknown. Hold on. Seen in the Twilight Tunnel with Willie McDuff, the unknown, and the anti-graffiti gobstopper scene? Yeah, you missed, the, yeah, oh, did you, you missed him mentioning the anti-graffiti gobstopper. <laughs> no. This is the scene that I think they're doing with the mirror in that one clip that keeps going around. It's supposed to be this. Hold on. I mean, uh, God. It seems our friend, the unknown, would rather use the anti-graffiti gobstopper. Why is the MacGuffin the anti-graffiti gobstopper? There's so much to this I have yet to learn about. And I thought I was following it closely. It's apparently a candy with the power to pick up dirty socks that are strewn around in order to... But the unknown wants to use it for chaos. I mean, the Wonka Experience site is still up, which is incredible at this point. Willie's Chocolate Experience. Willie's Chocolate. They definitely didn't say Wonka. That's mm-hmm. true. That's part of it. Everything is so AI generated. Imagination Lab. Toilet Tunnel. Toilet Tunnel. Cat Gate. Cat. Karchi Tuns. We love Karchi Tuns. I love cat gating. G- g- <laughs> Exercendere lollipops. My cat's over there gacating up a storm. Actually, no, he's just sitting in a cardboard box. Capacities of sweet treats. Well, sweet teats. (laughs) Sweet teats. It's teats. It's not even treats. Well, that's good enough to go on. (laughs) No, you got to read the full script later. It's so funny. I will. This episode of Stormbuds, we're giving you our top picks for perfect background music. And we're going to decide what our newfound adventure is for March. Woo! Buzz, storm of buzz, and we're going to tell you about how we saved the world. Welcome to Stormbuds! This is episode 51, and I am your host of light, Jerome Barbatsis, and I'm joined by my co-host of light, Alexander Hambrock. Say hello! Hello! This is the Final Fantasy XIV themed video game podcast, um, and this theme, well, this this theme is, uh, what? The, the topic today is going to largely be, we're going to discuss the, the music that makes us productive members of capitalist society 
basically, we had mentioned it offhand that the that I, I had mentioned offhand that I really liked the Hollow Knight soundtrack for background work music, and I thought, what other? It would maybe be fun to talk about other things that we use as background music in our life, just as an extension. And later on in the episode, we will be doing a sort of mini March Madness to determine the the newfound adventure of our month of march <laughs> our month oops of the month of march um we had belongs to us we, we have just it. like a lot of options to choose from in our like as we were kind of brainstorming and having fun and we thought well let's just lean into march and try and decide something in a little fun fun way uh so that is fun to look forward to i hope but for now of course as usual we catch up with one another and we discuss what is in our quest log and i will start um i'll start with the something i mentioned before ultros um that 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 sort of metroidvania that is about plants and funguses aboard a spaceship funguses fungi aboard a spaceship i am not speaking right today and i'm just gonna have to lean into that um I am still loving this game. I'm pretty close to finishing it, but I did lose um, about five to seven hours of progress. Oh, no. What? How does that happen in 2024? That's a great question, but I'll explain it. So one thing you have to do is you have to... One thing that, I, that I'm trying to do is I'm trying to plant all sorts of plants as I go and observe the kind of changes they make. And there's like all these connections you have to make over the spaceship. And I put some plants that have really good benefits but are quite dangerous near the very the, the respawn point of the cycle, and um, they essentially blocked me off from so when I start a new cycle. They blocked me off from getting my sword and my extractor thing that lets me double jump or anything. And I, like it, so, basically, I just like so you like soft lock yourself. Basically? I soft lock myself. They do allow you to start a previous cycle over, but they don't let you. St- as far as I know, maybe I just closed the game in Rage, but as far as I know, I'm going to have to redo that entire cycle oh, no. instead, which is like a whole dungeon, and like I connected a good 60% of the map <laughs> in one cycle because I thought I was being efficient. So I put that down. <laughs> I'm going to come back to it. I'm going to do what I said last episode about grief and just let that happen and then come back to it at a later date. Um, but it's still a great game. It's just, hey, if you're going to play that, don't put dangerous plants in the starting area, <laughs> no matter how tempting it is. You can lock yourself out. But um, still pretty high in the game otherwise? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not perfect because of that, but like, I mean, it's experimental enough that it tried something new and didn't, you know, when you make something open-ended and sometimes uh, a, a doofy end user can find an end scenario where they uh, end up fucking themselves over <laughs> if you don't think about sure, it right. they do. It says something that the game is open enough to allow you to break it in that way, right? Yeah, but it's not it's not as perfectly polished or crafted and guided as something like Hollow Knight because I think, and I think maybe that's just because there are too many systems in that game. Maybe if it had just foregone the kind of medium combat altogether <laughs> and focused on the plant stuff and made the plant stuff like the entire thing that would have been freaking sick but you know uh otherwise i'll just come back to it later after i finish uh finish well i've started playing a little game that everyone has been playing on twitch called Bellatro or Bellatro. Yes, you sent me a uh, link to this yeah it's great it's, it's a roguelike 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 tech builder so I know you're on board. <laughs> Very similar to Slay the Spire, but not quite so 
I don't know. I, it feels like there's a lot more synergy than you could find. You're not like stuck trying to optimize a class so much as you are just sort of taking what you get and building things out of it. And there's a and a lot of the times more is more. You don't necessarily always want to like thin your deck and make it the most consistent. You just kind of want to be wacky and like honestly, that's get getting crazy. Me, that's getting more interested. Like I, I prefer that sort of style. Like yeah. the, the hyper optimization stuff, so the spire where it's like, and now you I, have to focus on a bleed deck. I just run my, won my first run with a like seventy eight card deck. Like I mean, when you start with fifty two, so like you're not, it's not, you're not always like trying to make yourself hyper lean and stuff like slay the spire. Maybe in slay the spire, there's some classes where you want to add more to. I don't fully know, but yes, it is um, really fun, really snappy. The sound design is incredible. Uh, the art is, it's, uh, I mean, it's it's pixelated, but it is not like sixteen bit it's probably closer to like a 30 it's a shovel knight level of graphics quality the amount of static effects and things like that that you can discover is still pretty staggering um and the unlocking unlocking and progression is really really satisfying it is just a satisfying game to play you know 20 minutes of at a time or maybe 12 hours if that's your deal it, it <laughs> might it might happen which one have you been doing more of what? Oh, Balatro? Well, since I f- fucking got shit on in Ultros, yeah, I've been playing a lot more Balatro. Well, like, like 20 minute oh. sessions or 12 hour sessions? Oh, actually 20 minute sessions, like <laughs> like in between little productivity things. Because also, uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is coming out. Yes. Uh, or it's out. And, um, That's all you're going to talk about for the next month. Exactly. It's not all I'm going to talk I'm Right now, it just came out, so I'm just going to say it's good. And I'm going to move on because I don't want to spoil anything <laughs> for anyone. But it's it, it's very good. Um, and I will continue updating my progress on that as I go. But yeah, that is most of my quest log, apart from having celebrated my birthday this week. Yeah. Go and you. I would have been playing more Final Fantasy VII Rebirth had I not been extremely hungover. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you seemed really rough it was bad for like 24 hours 24 hours straight <laughs> it was a pure oh well <laughs> that's my quest log how about you um i'm playing a lot of games recently i've been kind of crazy been running around like like pretty hectic have been going to a number of movies and theaters though um Ooh. including one of the ones i saw recently i saw drive away dolls mm-hmm. that's the um that's that new uh sort of like crime road trip lesbian comedy from ethan cohen of the cohen brothers uh starring margaret qualley and geraldine viswanathan and it was quite interesting it was like very i, I am not in any way understating that it is a very gay, very lesbian sort of like take on that kind of crime road trip caper sort of hijinks thing, like a little bit classic Coen Brothers, a little bit Pulp Fiction, like it's set in 1999, so it's pulling in a lot of those kind of aesthetic influences, but also, you know, the two leads have a a, a lot of casual sex and also end up developing feelings for each other in a quite sincere plot line running through the middle of it that mostly works while a lot of the comedy and hijinks around it don't work quite as much unfortunately oh yeah it's it's a good movie i would recommend that people see it i don't know that it was a great movie and so like it's just like it was a little too precious about itself i think but there's a lot of stuff in there that was a ton of fun including some just really genuine belly laughs so i don't know they don't 
they don't make a lot of these. They're making more of them, I guess, which is good. Like, like you get more of these than you did 10 years ago, certainly. But um, I don't know, driveway dolls, fun time. I think worth seeing little messy, some really good jokes. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, that's, uh, thanks for joining us on that episode of Storm Blank Check. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be movies for a second here. I'm going to try and get back into gaming, but we're going we're to get the number of movies we're going to hit. Yeah. Next yep. week's probably going to be Dune Part 2. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, if you have nothing else in your quest log, absolutely Not really. nothing else. I mean, we already cold opened the Wonka experience, so <laughs> that, that was, otherwise I was going to just put that in the quest log too. Um, we're going to get started with our topic because we have quite a few, uh, tracks to pull from. I think we're going to just, um, alternate. We're going to quick talk about what, uh, with our first picks, we're going to talk about what we like in a soundtrack for productivity, work time, Focus time, maybe chill time. I don't know. Background noise. Um, and then we'll get right into our first picks and we will alternate. So I will start. As for me, what I like in kind of background or productivity music, I like the right balance of distracting, but not too distracting. I like something that sort of calms the voices a bit, um, like actually, and as opposed to that sort of, you know, the pseudoscientific 333 hertz this will calm the voices a bit it's like no that's just some random number of heaven that's half of 666 you weirdos on tiktok now i like uh i like instrumentation that has uh, like a soundtrack that has a good mix of low energy to medium low energy a little bit which is what hollow knight is pretty full of i mean there's like a couple of couple of higher energy boss battles but most of the time it is pretty low key low to medium key um and the uh soundtrack i want to bring forth first uh i i suppose i guess uh is one that we are all pretty familiar with on this podcast i would be remiss to not mention final fantasy 14 at some point um, one of the best soundtracks in gaming history of course arranged for the most part and uh composed by masayoshi soken and i'm going to talk specifically about heaven's word i think heaven's word soundtrack fulfills the back best background noise in general i think that the especially the locales in heaven's word are pretty are, are very beautiful very serene they are uh free of annoyances like lahi <laughs> and other or other or the labyrinthos theme <laughs> that would maybe grind my gears a bit um you're not putting that on the background while you're working on evaluations <laughs> God no, no. My test cases would be so passive aggressive. Um, so we're gonna do. We're gonna spend maybe thirty seconds, maybe twenty seconds, <laughs> and include some tracks. Just a couple tracks from Heaven's Word. I'm gonna start with my pet favorite track that I keep mentioning, um, Skylords, which is the night theme for the Churning Mists. Look at the video. Close your eyes. Mm. It's like I'm preparing for a massage. Hmm. There's a candlelit in the room. I'm anxious. A warm towel is laid over my shoulders. I'm anxiously folding my clothes on the chair, and they will not stay on the chair. How do I fold the sweater? I don't know. the heaven of fire. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that one quite a bit. That's probably the most chill track we're going to listen to of these, I think. Uh, we'll see. I, I, didn't, I didn't really listen to you. I feel like some of yours later ones might, might be more chill. But um, that's the first one from Heaven's Word I want to call out. And the next one is the very first thing you'll hear if it's daytime. Maybe not very first. I don't know. Whatever. The very first locale that you'll hear in daytime. Against the Wind in Curthis Western Highlands. I feel like I should be, like, filling my knapsack up, preparing to deliver the one ring to Mordor. I feel like I should turn the heat on. What will I need? I'll need some cheese and bread, of course, a water flask, some tobacco. Just just reading my emails. (laughs) Productive. When I get back home, will home be changed? Or will I? Or will we both? I'm working from home. But even I don't know the answer to that question. Damn, you're right. Heavensward has some good-ass music. Heavensward has some really good music. <laughs> it has definitely... It, it, uh, that, it just nails that medieval fantasy vibe with its uh, stark piano and string instrumentation. Um, and it's excellent. But those are my picks for good productive worker bee music for me. Uh, something that helps calm and relax me and soothe the, 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 soothe the anger of getting... DMs I don't want to respond to. <laughs> uh, how about your first picks? And what makes your, what, what qualifies for you as good background music? So for me, what I'm looking for in working music, and this is, I think video games in particular are especially suited for this. I have like, I can have an energy issue or like an apathy issue of like, I don't care about this. I don't want to work on this. And so I'm looking for something kind of like a little propulsive, got some beat to it, but it's still designed to kind of like almost keep you moving along, which mm-hmm. is that's what a lot of video games music soundtracks do, right? Is like they keep you engaged. They keep you sort of like focused on advancing the action or moving forward, mm-hmm. but they're not meant to demand all of your attention or like really ins- require that you focus on them. So my first uh, my first entry here is the soundtrack from Into the Breach by Bren Prunty. Wonderful. Okay. We have Antiquity Row here. see the earth is dying oh climate change has devastated almost everything that's the perfect time to work the bugs have arisen from the earth they are taking back the planet i better (laughs) against this backdrop i better get these product specs done before the bugs eat me (laughs) you know i'm listening to this now it also it reminds me of the space chem soundtrack too which is also really good and i didn't put on here Mm, i was reminded of something at the start and then i forgot well, that was cool of me to bring up. <laughs> Do you want to listen to the Rusting Hulks? Well, let's listen to the next song. Yeah, the Rusting Hulks. Here we go. Okay, so it's a space western here. Yes. A lot of good strings. A lot of good. Hmm. I'm focused. I'm on my emails, right? I'm like, a, uh-huh. okay, I got to arrange all this stuff next week. I got to get all these people in the same place at the same time. I got to coordinate everyone's schedules. And then you got to make sure they kill the bugs in two turns. Exactly. Well, that's good. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that is... Uh, hmm. Now, how would I... How productive would I be to that? I think I would be fine with it. It would maybe... I don't know. I maybe would turn it off. 
as opposed because there's a lot or i would keep it i would keep it really low volume mm-hmm. i would keep it really low volume, but it's sinking your the, subconscious the kind of tinniness m- might distract me a little too much or it might overstimulate me i can't be overstimulated yeah that's I, my problem i, I, I I'm thinking now there's going to be a couple different themes running through our our relative respective music choices. And that's what makes it interesting. That's what makes us different. Dude, a friend of ours listens to what's that that song called? This Brain Power or whatever and then he listens to it. It's not the not like not Freeze Pop Brain Power from Rock Band. It's like a different thing that is like 180 beats per minute or second. Oh no, beats per second. No. <laughs> beats per minute. Yeah, it's BPM. It's not it's not per second. I'm pretty That'd sure. That'd be really funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a high-pitched whir. It may as well be at that point. Um, but yeah, no, my uh, back to my turn and back to my bummer vibes. Um, and that is a great way to describe this game uh, that I fell in love with last year, two years ago. Oh my God, when? Two years ago, I think. I refuse to I believe that. I think Narco's 22. It's, it's Narco, yeah. It is 2022. Oh my God. Uh, this is a point-and-click adventure game with uh, really some of the best pixel art I've ever seen. Um, it is expressive and beautiful and uses color and shape in a way that is tremendous, even though, I mean, some of the some of the facial detail is, like, a little grotesque. I think that adds to it. It's, like, beautiful. But the vibes are totally bummer, and I will play the first tr- track that I like. This one, so the soundtrack is composed by a few different people. It's, like, a little bit of a group project. This track... In particular, it's by Andy G. It is Checks to Cash. Yeah, you remember this. Yeah. You gotta pet that cat. This has got almost like, not quite vaporwave, but like... Oh my god, I'm... Yeah, you know, you're right. It's total... It's it's totally nostalgic in a way that is... We're nostalgic for a future that doesn't yet exist, but we're pretty close. <laughs> Yeah, this feels like I should be wearing like a like a leather jacket, but kind of like a beat up leather jacket. You know? Oh my god! It's, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Good stuff. I love that track. I just want that on in the background for a while. Definitely something I could listen to for as long as I. I don't know. I could probably listen to like a twenty to thirty minute loop of that. Um, and this is another one. This one I chose just because it. it it's not one that I would listen to forever, but I really appreciate that a track like this would exist on the soundtrack. It's just soft. It's just a kind of a filler track. Oh, yeah. I think it's like right outside the home or something. Something, it's... It still feels nostalgic in that way, though. It sure. does, and it doesn't have, notably, I think it doesn't have any percussion in it, and is, but still has a good a consistent rhythm that I appreciate. It's not, it doesn't have a, any jarring expression in it, <laughs> um, but it's still expressive enough. And then there's like that woodwind bit that comes in later um, that I really liked. Um, so that is, those are two of my selections from Norco, but I could listen to most of that soundtrack up until the metal part by thou. And then I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> too, too high energy, too much. And then, I'm, Oh God, I can't, cannot focus, cannot focus anymore. Not that that stuff is bad. It is great. It is just not, Productive music. Uh, really great music for a, a nice walk as well. Little. Oh, yeah. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. yeah. Just walking along the lakefront. Maybe like the sun's going down. Walk along. More like walking walking down the street 
with a bit of trash here and there. <laughs> sure. It's not perfect. It's not. It's a not. It's bar. not as. It's not as beautiful as the lake. It's kind of like a. It's a. It's a bit of a grimy sort of soundtrack. Candy bar wrapper flutters across your path. Oh, beautiful, beautiful art. Uh, that's gonna. That's gonna cut me off a of narco here. I could talk about narco forever, but uh, that's a. That's a different, possibly a different episode. Uh, what about your next selections well, here? So I could have basically put like all Darren Korb soundtracks. He's the uh, mm. he's the composer for Supergiant. So that's Bastion and Transistor oh. and Pyre and Hades. Okay. Um, of those, I went with Pyre actually because I think most people are more familiar with Bastion and Transistor and Hades. And um, Pyre is their game they did right before Hades. I think it's kind of criminally underappreciated. It's very different in every way. It's like more of a visual novel except that then you get into you play fantasy basketball <laughs> for your actual encounters oh but it's it's gorgeous and it's very well written and um and has an incredible soundtrack so All let's right. uh get right into night howlers little industrial there yeah. industrial start little, little chunky little crunch but you still get those strings Got the loot. Oh, little <laughs> nice. You can hear the Haiti soundtrack in here. I too. can, yeah. It's got that. I mean, it's got that sort of uh, modality to it. Like it switches back and forth. Like yeah, a mm. lot. And then the other one I have up here is Surviving Exile. Which let's actually jump like about a minute into this one. Okay. Again, like it's not a high energy. Exactly. Very bastion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one feel, you hear more bastion mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, but it, it's not That's high energy, but it's got momentum to it. It's kind of just like pushing me forward. I'm just like, okay, that steel string guitar, that spurred boot, sort of deal. Western. Very nice. But yeah, it does have that momentum. Oh, and the woodwinds in the back are a bit dissonant. That's nice. I like that. I like that quite a bit. I should put Pyre on our list sometime. We should we should do Pyre. It might. I've never I'd never heard of it, so uh, could be an interesting could be an interesting app. It's so pretty. It's I think it's their prettiest game. Like the art in it is incredible. Okay. Yeah. Just the cover alone looks. Uh, there's something familiar about. I mean, I, I guess Hades, but like something else familiar about it. That I'm guessing maybe I'm thinking Diablo because I'm thinking like the red. There's this. There's this. Oh, logo it looks here. like the the mana. It health looks like thing. the mana and health things. If you looked up the logo for Pyre, P Y R E. You'll see that it kind of has this circular thing, and the the sound the sound of the steel string string guitar also kind of reminded me of Diablo a little bit, though Diablo is quite a different tone. I'm <laughs> presuming. Yes, uh, this game is melancholy in many respects. Oh, okay, cool. I, I'm down with that. Uh, okay, so my final pick for uh, productive background worker bee music for me. It is actually the Ultra soundtrack. Um, yeah, one of the I was reasons I'm certain that I'll come back to it is because I want to see hear the rest of this soundtrack in context. Um, again, just need time to cope with my loss. <laughs> but um, it is uh, if I can if I can get through Cyberpunk loss, I can get through this. Um, it is an absolute uh, banger of a soundtrack. Um, the art in this game is just the 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 shining star, and this is composed by. The unfortunately monikered Rat Vader. 
Well, too late to change now. But hey, Rat Vader, good job. So uh, I have no idea what to expect. I've heard nothing from this game. This is the kind of main theme of Ultros, Uji Saint, O-U-J-I Saint. And I can just start from the beginning on this one. Lots of strings, lots of orchestration, but then there's this creepiness to it. This actually is going to link up better with my next one than I thought. We might get in trouble, but I kind of want to let this one breathe a little bit. That chord change there is good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Really, really good. It's the really post-apocalypse. I'm hanging out in a church. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is something... Re- this game has a lot of religion in it. Ah. Oh. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> there, that's what I was waiting for. That was worth the minute. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. Okay, that's just like the main sort of theme you hear it a lot, too. And this is, I think, my favorite of the tracks. It doesn't actually play. This plays in kind of a like a water level. This is the Ripples of Eternity song, Ripples of Eternity. And I'm going to start it a little bit later because it has a kind of a preamble section interesting instrumentation yes the instrumentation in this game is um, just, I mean, it's pretty much classical, but like really features strings heavily in this part. But th- this, this quells the voices very effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Relaxing. I'm at the Botanic Gardens. I'm, I'm staring out over a pond. And... That is, uh, those are some selections from Ultros. That is not what I thought that game would sound like. That's Oh, it's, very... it's transcendent. It's a transcendent soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely transcendent. Only has a couple thousand plays on all its streaming platforms. So go give it a listen, even if you don't play the game. It is exquisite. All right. 
let us move on to your final pick here, and I'm very interested to see, to hear this stuff. Yeah, so this is going to be Myst 3 Exile. So um, all the Myst games, the old mm. adventure games, they all have amazing soundtracks. Yeah. Um, the first two were done by... The first two were done by uh, Rand Miller, who uh, was mm. a, then came back as a composer for some of the later games. The third one was actually developed by, you will not believe this, Ubisoft. And so they uh, went out and got uh, Jack Wall to do the composition for this. I believe he'd done some movie soundtracks and such as well. Mm. And so uh, so this is um, the second game, Riven has a yeah. deeply haunting soundtrack but it's almost too spooky and unnerving to really be good productivity music it yeah. more just makes you kind of like low-key anxious the whole time that you're <laughs> listening to it this is a bit more actually it's a little bit closer to the ultra stuff it's just it's it's serene but it's got some various different things going on let's listen to the theme from amateria womp womp i'm mildly concerned ubisoft might scour so i'm going to whisper over this intro part Womp womp. Okay. I'm hearing... Yeah, I'm hearing the 90s. Yeah. It's like 2002. I love it. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Early 2000s, I guess. That, this sound font really gets me. <laughs> oh, this is good. It's, it's very 90s, though. This is so though. good. Right, it is. I am, on, I am on Windows XP in my head. <laughs> yes, exactly. Man, what a, what a, what a time to grow up. When IMAX were the school computers. I know. You go into the computer lab and they're all colorful and you sit down and you... Beautiful. You play that game where like it's Star Wars, but you're designing an ecology on the planet Gungan for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was... uh, This is good. That that takes me places. I like that. And the other one we have here is Atris's Study. Okay. Similar. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing too... You know, it's a little too similar, actually. That's a different one. Uh... It's fine. It's just, yeah, this would be great background music. You know, pause it for a second. Just do one more. Okay. Look up theme from Idana. E-D-A-N-N-A. The Mummy? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Again, very 90s in that way, right? It's very sort of like... So like riffing on like a lot of Middle Eastern influences, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not directly... It's just uh, yeah. No, it's great, great background music. Yeah. So those are my those are soundtracks I come back to often for productivity. Awesome. Well, there you have it. If you were if you needed some background noise and Stor- Storm Buzz just isn't long enough, you've got uh, six video game soundtracks you can choose from for your day to day needs. Maybe exercise music too. If you're actually no, I like more upbeat stuff for exercise. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure I'd listen to this for exercise. You know, maybe if my exercise was a walk along the lake, maybe <laughs> I would like we talked about. But other than that, yeah. Okay, well, time for the more fun active outgoing engaging project work of engaging in our march madness question mark bracket we've got a a selection of eight games and we had 16 originally and we were like that's too much this is we're we're gonna not have time to go get through all of these so we championed a couple um in some loose categories together so that we would get the best of each category and then pit, pit them against each other in a final four okay um so the first selection of games, these are our, uh, I'm going to call these the Sim slash survival games bracket. <laughs> and I changed, I changed my champion last A second. bunch. This was not even on here to start with. It wasn't. Anything. And then I, 
And I was like, wait. <laughs> what is this? You don't. Okay, so. No, I don't Mike, know what beam ng colon drive it's is. It's not a colon. That's no, a dot. That's a dot. Okay. Yeah, this is beam ng dot drive. And beam ng dot drive is a car simulator, but it's not like a driving simulator. Yes, the drive the cars do drive but it is a sandbox of crash tests and physics okay and you you just go around and you um you 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 set up certain you may set up certain obstacles and landscapes you build like a landscape then you can drive your cars off of it and perhaps they run into and perhaps they run into a giant sledgehammer that you have spinning in space (laughs) perhaps they perhaps that you try and land them on uh an into an oncoming plane or (laughs) what i'm hearing is kind of like trackmania but more gary's mod yeah pretty much um here let me show you i've been obsessed with these tiktoks I set up these weird scenarios where they drive up a ramp and try and go over 120 like fuel tankers for different car brands, and they always what they always do is they always make the Audi pass every single one. They like force <laughs> it. They make uh, and they always make the Teslas fail. <laughs> they like the Teslas like always like get right to the end and then they turn on like sun gravity and they just fall flat. <laughs> or they like put landmines in the way only for the Tesla. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just, I'm like, I kind of want to just have that for a month. You know, of just like, that would be fun. Okay, that would be fun. I, I, I'm would gonna, it be as fun as your choice? Well, I'm going I'm to throw this out here right now. Uh-huh. Part of my considerations also was like, hey, should we stream whatever we pick at least once this month? For sure. I think. A thousand like, percent. That's okay. part of, yeah. Because my pick, my pick in the Sims slash survival game bracket is Oxygen Not Included, which, have you ever played Oxygen no, Not Included? No, I don't remember. That. Oh, I like the aesthetic. Okay. It, it's very cartoony. I I. I 100% and nobody saves the world, which looks really similar to this. So this is um this is by Clay. This is the Don't Starve People. Oh, um, okay. Th- this is a space colony sim. Your little clone, pe- you you manage a colony of little clone people oh. in an asteroid, and you have to help them. Like, I mean, the th- keep it oxygen not included. Yeah. So you've got to do a lot of like while you're having them mine out this asteroid and like harvest minerals and stuff like that. You have to manage their food, manage their hygiene, manage their um electricity, and above. Above all else, manage the atmosphere because it is very easy to very rapidly be like, wait a second, I'm out of air and there's nowhere Uh-oh. to get any more. So um, I, I think this would be very funny to watch you attempt for the first time live in front of an audience. Oh. But <laughs> I'm stressed out just thinking about it. I don't that. know. Beam, BeamNG.Drive sounds really... <laughs> okay. Look, we, and that's all we... I don't know if we said... We're just going to decide. We're just going to vote on it. And if we can't come to a conclusion, boy, we got we got the dice. I like Oxygen Not Included a lot. I think we should look at it at some point. Okay. I'm fine with BeamNG.Drive proceeding up this bracket because okay. that sounds yeah. hilarious. <laughs> BeamNG.Drive. Come on. Come on up to the final four. The next bracket is our RPGs bracket. And uh, we've got two pretty different uh, thingies. I am going to... Because this has been on my mind because we just talked about it in a friend group with uh, their Universes Beyond collaboration with Magic the Gathering. Oh, right. That did happen. I have not finished this entry in the franchise. I started it and then I just like dropped it and it wasn't bad. And anyway, I just I would like to revisit this game. It is Fallout 4. 
the most recent single player Fallout game. Um, would be interested to play it. The uh, I, I know you don't have that much. I think you played. You said you played Fallout Three. Yeah, I beat Fallout Three. Okay, I've listened to a, a really long form podcast about Fallout One and Two, so I have a decent working knowledge of those, those games. Yeah, but... whatever. Like those are completely different, right? Mm-hmm, they're, yeah. the, they're non Bethesda, and they're yeah. We should maybe play them at some point, but Fallout Four. Mm, I don't think we need to. <laughs> okay, Fallout Four is uh, kind of also in the same vein as oxygen not included your man you have a lot of base building and stuff in that game which was not necessarily there for three in new vegas so maybe this could be that kind of we could uh, a different version of, of that um but it also has that you know trademark kind of charmingly bad vats combat system uh-huh. that fallout has that i love where you just kind of you're you know, into vats you're, you're a vats bat. yeah i mean <laughs> the split second bullshit of it all it's just like whatever like it's it's fun it's it's silly but it's fun um and I'm not. I'm fine with it not being the, a perfect game. You know, not every game we have to play. Uh, but I think it could be a lot of interesting discussions about what works about this game and what doesn't. Um, my only consideration is that we just played a game from around this time period. I believe we just played Hollow Knight. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, I kind of want to do something different. And be my GI Drive is a little bit older and also just completely, <laughs> so completely different. Oh, it's but a bit older like actually. That. What? It's a bit older actually. I think it is. I didn't even. I assume this is like brand new. Oh no, it's very it's it's um 2013. Wow, okay. No, this is it's this just been is, getting active on TikTok lately. No, it's it's just still I mean it's just evergreen the the fact that this game is so I mean it's like Gary's mod as you said, it's just kind of the evergreen hyster- hysterical <laughs> bullshit that you can come up with. Um we're still talking about bmng.drive why it's the rpgs bracket uh, that was fallout 4 okay um, my entry caves of could this is a it, it's an rp it's a it is technically a roguelike although if we play it okay. i would probably recommend that we do the it has a mode built in where you like oh, save is, at towns it, it's very, it's very very roguelike yes <laughs> very old really school rogue. very old school sensibilities like very like it's not ascii art but it looks like it should be it's very limited colors very limited pixels and stuff like that the thing about this game is that the build variety is insane and the way the systems all interact is wild it's got like you have all these different mutations and powers that you can activate and they can all interact with the world in incredibly strange ways and so you can do things like Things can happen, like, for example, you can accidentally summon an evil version of yourself from the Nega universe, but then if you have a strong enough mind control power, you can mind dominate your evil self in order to jump in to control their body, and then you can kill your original self, and and then you can go on and continue your adventure as, like, your evil self with all your new set of powers and stuff. It's... there's so much happening in this game in Mm -hmm. terms of just the variety of chaotic ways that systems can interact and um and it's a ton of fun and i bump up against its roguelike nature really repeatedly because i'm not very good at it and so i don't get very far but i have not played it since they added in like the official support for the mode where you save whenever you visit a town and if you die you kind of like don't lose a ton of progress so going back and checking out caves of could and getting a bit further into it would be fun i'm down to move up caves of could over fallout 4 I, I think I would go for that. I, because I, I myself was not already, it was already losing to BMNG.Drive in my head. But Cave of, Caves of Could, we could talk more about that uh, yeah. moving forward. I think so. Because like, I'm not going to say I'm never in a Fallout mood, but I don't know that I'm in a Fallout mood this month. 
I don't, yeah, I don't know either. And especially, maybe not even an RPG mood, but we'll see. Just because, again, I'm, I got, I got, uh, that's why I tried to do something that was slightly different from, I wanted to pick something that was slightly different from Final Fantasy, and Caves of Cud is way more different than Final it's Fantasy. It's extremely different. So, yeah. Um, uh, the next bracket is our kind of action games, uh, action game seed here. Uh, I am going to champion a remedy game, but not Alan Wake Two. I'm going to champion Control. Uh, Control is a little older, and I think for me, I have not played a single remedy game. Mm, it's and a I good one to jump in on. Then. I would think this would be a better one to jump in on than one that's like a sequel, <laughs> like mm-hmm. Alan Wake Two. Even though I've heard that Alan Wake Two does have some stellar like catch up. I, I need up, to play but, Alan Wake Two. I hear that game is great. Uh, yeah, and, and me too. But also. Um, I would prefer to. I, I just want to. I've we thought it, we've talked about control a lot, and I wanted to include it in this. It is you know the, uh, kind of a, I guess as far as I understood, kind of psychedelic or um, trippy in nature, but also yeah, not too scary. Of, it's, it's not scary exactly. It's weird. It's like so. So Remedy as a studio, like you can tell they have a really big affinity for sort of like pulp media and especially kind of like old pulp tv Mm, stuff like the x files is all over their stuff um stuff like fringe that like control reminds me a lot of fringe the tv show from the late 2000s um and it's it's a lot of like the premise is that um you are inside the government building where all the weird shit from like from the x files or whatever is stored yeah so i mean it's like i mean this whole the way i envision this universe is that it's kentucky route zero with guns yeah <laughs> with guns and with slightly less slightly Very less Peaks, coherent Lynch, thematic yeah. stuff slightly it, less coherent thematic stuff it does not quite have the pointed social commentary that kentucky route zero has okay okay i was about to say you say less coherent yeah no it, 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 it's more just kind of pulpy fun okay it's not it's not as not quite as abstract it does gotcha. not have things to say about class <laughs> Okay, and debt and medical. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting. Um, and what was your up thing here? You got Kill- Killer is Dead is your champion. Yeah, I put Killer is Dead on here. I mean, I've just I've never played it. It is like it's Me like neither. It's I don't know if it's the first Suda Fifty One game. It's the first breakout one, I think. It's from like Suda, you know, what have I what have I what else have I heard that they did? Um, oh, he did Lollipop Chainsaw. He did. Um, oh no! What, what's like the, what's the damned one with the gun that swears at you all the time? Oh. What's, okay, you're not. Oh, Lollipop Chainsaw is not it. Okay, I don't maybe, trust this guy. Then I, I have. I have. I Which think Suda's Suda. work is interesting. I have it not could played. Be a good in, could episode. Oh, no more heroes is the big one. Duh, that's what I'm missing here. No more heroes. Uh, is... Yeah, same, same. Mm, okay, yeah. what I, you know, this was not a strong case for me, and I'm getting a real lack of enthusiasm from you. Mm. So we can, I think we're going to push control forward. Could be, could be, could be a topic for a later episode of what I don't like about what that what doesn't resonate for me with the suda games i've experienced thus far <laughs> i might play this one on my own sometime and possibly it's like, like a good quest log or something could be, but we could don't be. need to make this one a, yeah okay a so let's advance control since we mm-hmm. seem to have a bo- more mutual interest in that one um and then we're going to talk about our uh, bracket <laughs> i don't yeah, fucking know four question marks in a row well i'm i'm gonna bring it up i'm bringing up elatro <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my thing i already talked about it at the start it looks fucking dope. Uh, I have a, I actually just streamed this last week. I have a VOD up of a, a run that I did. Uh, but So what you have, you start the run. You have a goal to get an X amount of chips. And the better the poker, poker hand you put forward, the more chips you get. And then the chips increase as you go. 
and then you get money depending on how many hands you spend to spend on things like static effects, jokers, mm-hmm. uh, the in, card enhancements that add multipliers and stacking multipliers to your deck, things that care about suits, face cards, car- number numerical values, um, things like that. And then you run into boss battles that say that have stipulations on them. And you try to build your deck around those stipulations in advance because you can kind of see what's coming a little bit ahead of time. Um, I just wanted to get you to get to, a, a feel of the aesthetic of this game. I mean, it looks it's, super it's cool. Snappy. Like, it's a great sort of like mm-hmm. this kind of chunky pixel art style is coming in in a way. The that CRT I'm... forced perspective on it as well. Mm-hmm. You can see the bends is so good. Because <laughs> like, and it's, like, it's not trying to like mimic like the resolution of a computer in the '90s or anything. It's just it's just got a really good style to yeah. it. Yeah, it certainly is influenced by that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. And then you do that, and then it just like, and then you the the shopping part is fun as well. And then certain things level up different hands that give them additional multipliers. So if you stack a lot of, so like you can like you stack a lot of flushes, you try to go in all in on flushes oh or my whatever, God. and then you're like, I'm building a flush deck, or like I'm building a, a pair deck, and I don't care about straight straights or anything like that. God, I, mm, I'm it's good. I'm really torn because like. I'm on the one hand, I am uncertain how much fun I will have with this. On the other hand, it is extremely fascinating. Like what is going on here is sort of like, I don't know, mercenary almost. I I don't know how to describe it. Okay. Well, my entry in the four question mark bracket is uh, Sable, which uh, another one that I, I, I've wanted to play this game for ages. So I think either we will do it in a future month or, um, or I'll do it for a quest log or something. This is sort of just like, it's an open-ended kind of exploration action game. It's got a really striking art style. It's got a very inspired by the art of Moebius. Um, I just, I've heard very good things about it. I don't think it's very long. I think it's relatively chill. It's a story about kind of going out into the world to discover who you are and what your purpose is. And I don't know, just like based on the atmosphere alone, I've been interested in it for a long time. I think, let's see. I think this is, what's enticing to me about this is that it doesn't look that long. <laughs> it looks like it could be a nice little yeah, I, I want to, uh, I've heard side like seven gig to 10 for hours. people to, we could stream it and people could like watch and join us or they could play it on their own time and be pretty easy um and i think for that for that plus the fact that we have another roguelike advancing to the final four i'm willing to let Bellatro go because i'm gonna be playing it either way it's up to you maybe we're just gonna play it together and talk about it on a different episode and and not include everyone else i'd be down for that but why why don't we move sable up let's move sable up so okay so our final four so far bmng.drive caves of cud uh Control and Sable. Now, I don't know if we want to do a final. I think we should just. Let's do top two, bottom two. Yeah, let's let's do top two, bottom two. So what are the, what are the ones of those we want to champion? I, I got to go BeamNG.Drive. No, I'm fine. You know, I'm fine with BeamNG.Drive. I, <laughs> it looks stupid and fun. And it's, it's the fastest final four ever. We're just like. It's very. As soon as I said BeamNG.Drive. It's very can. different from Hollow Knight is the it's main so, thing. It's such a vibe it's shift. So different <laughs> and it is i don't think it's expensive at all which is nice i so like we had so many different ideas going into it that i'm so glad we didn't commit to because i just <laughs> got inspired by this so recent anyway um so should we lock in beamng.drive beamng.drive <laughs> our newfound adventures we just beamng. blast through them but yes! 
Yeah. I really want to do, I do want to replay Control. I've been meaning to. We should oh, do Control for sure. soon. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. Early access game. It's been 11 years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, is it still getting updates? Like, what's going it on must here? must be. Major update. New vehicles. September 20th, 2023. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's just been in early access for a decade. That's fantastic. What a fun... <laughs> The whole time, the rest of the time, the rest of the brackets, I was just thinking, man, I really want to play BeamNG.Drive. <laughs> There's a lot of good games on here. I mean, like, look, some of these, I think, Killers of Dead, okay, I think we're just not ever going to hey, do as a month. But if like, if you guys want, like, and those are those aren't gone forever. The rest of those seven games, you can uh, let us know in our Discord. You know, uh, we have our suggestions channel or the general chat. Hey, I actually kind of wanted you to see if you guys, you know, wanted to give more. Uh, uh, I still want to hear about Control or if you're like I want to hear about Sable like let us know I mean I, I think like part of I want to do this this bracket list also is like I'm not going to say we're going to cover like all of these games as the next set of games that we do yeah. but like this did help us surface some stuff that we're actively interested in yes. in a way that like gives us stuff to pull on for the next few months absolutely um, so I'm really excited to <laughs> start driving let's do beamng.drive beamng.drive <laughs> what is that I mean that episode we're just going to have to come up with wacky shit that we've done all month with beamng.drive I think and so. talk about it and it's going to be really funny <laughs> Maybe maybe make our own TikToks. Maybe we, we put put some clips together. We'll see. We'll. Uh, I don't want to use. Uh, I don't want to use DaVinci Resolve anymore. And I still have to learn Premiere Pro that I've been paying for. And I just don't want to think about that. So, Can't you just like like OBS, but like stream to a file or something? Or yeah, I mean, no, I can record the VOD, but I have to edit, oh, edit, edit, edit oh, into edit a mobile the, yeah. into a mobile format. Sure, Tain-teasy. right. Tain't easy. Hey, here's a question that you might know because you're more involved in TikTok than I am. Uh-huh. People who do TikToks where they like do like tightly edited like music videos of like TV shows or whatever. How the fuck are they doing that? Well, like what? I don't know. Like they do like, oh, it's like here's an episode of Game of Thrones, but it's all these scenes stitched together to like over like a. I don't a, know. A I don't. Song. Do, I'm not in that. I'm not in that either. But yeah, that's. I guess they just rip it from somewhere. They rip it from their DVDs or their something, and they find a way uh, to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, their DVDs. Their I'm DVDs sure that their Game of Thrones use. DVDs. That's where they're their pulling Game of their Thrones DVDs. From. Their Game of Thrones analog. They're pulling it off the reel, off the VHS reel. <laughs> <laughs> and they're splicing it together in a dark room. Okay, I just, I, I've always been very curious because like there's so many of those, and it seems like a lot of video. It seems work. like a lot of work for why? I don't know. I mean, look, people, they're, you, they're, that's that's their creation. They get the serotonin boost. Good for them. I guess. Twenty five years ago, people were making anime, anime music videos. So you know, I really can't judge. Good for them. Okay, um, you know. Have has anyone bought our ad space this episode? Um, this week, actually, I bought our ad space this episode because Uh-oh. I wanted to plug something. Okay, I think everyone should go see Madame Web in theaters. Oh man! Oh no! <laughs> this is this is the other. <laughs> this is the other movie I saw in theaters recently. I I, I bought two tickets to go watch Madame Web on a big screen. It is. It is the last gasp of a genre that is is struggling to break free of its own decrepit weight. It is... The thing about it is this. It's not as bad as it could be. It is, in fact, borderline competent in many respects. And that makes the fact that no part of it works on any fundamental level all the more baffling and yet somehow enthralling to regard. It has one of the worst screenplays that I have ever seen, in part because it has zero subtext in it. Like, it, 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 the entire dialogue is simply characters either saying out loud what their motivation is or describing the plot that is happening on screen. Oh, okay. So basically, everyone is Jill from Final Fantasy 16. Basically, 
there's a, got her. Ma- Madam Webb herself is an EMT, and early on, in order to establish that she has issues with family and issues with like um, with her mother and intimacy, she rescues a woman, and her child comes up and gives her a drawing she made in gratitude. Whoa. And Dakota Johnson's character looks at the drawing and goes, "Thank you for this drawing." What am child. I supposed to do with this? Ugh! And like shoves it in her pocket, and it's supposed to be like, "What? You see, she doesn't like children or families." And the whole movie is just like that. <laughs> wow, spoilers. This happens like 10 minutes in. <laughs> Ugh, unbelievable. Okay, well, uh, jury's out on whether or not uh, we're going to see any money from that sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see us move the needle. I know we can get Madam Web up to like number seven, okay? Okay, yeah, Stormbuds, go see Madam Web. I'll definitely do it, too. Yeah, you fa- famous movie <laughs> famous theater enjoyer. movie moviegoer. Uh, Jerome Barbatsis, that's what they call me. And you can call me all, all sorts of stuff if you join our Discord. The link is in the description to all our socials there, uh, including our Discord. We have lots of really fun channels there. I also put in a new live feed for when I'm streaming. Uh, the first one pinged everyone. I'm sorry. I'm trying. To, I don't want to ping. I want to stream more. And that means pinging people less. <laughs> um, and so that was fun, too get a hold of we'll definitely do some bmng.drive streams this month yes uh, we'll schedule some time together to do that um that will be exciting <laughs> really looking forward to to just messing around in a sandbox game and talking about it for i don't really have an idea what to expect yet so i'm just gonna get in that's there what's gonna around. make this so fun <laughs> it's a journey for everyone okay <laughs> Well, um, I guess without further ado, do I have any other announcements to make? Not really. We don't got any live shows coming up. So just keep a lookout for our BMNG drives dreams. Keep it. Uh, you can also follow us. I mean, I'm going to be streaming on twitch.tv slash Jerome house. That's mine. Um, and you've got your new mic set up and everything. So yeah, we'll it'll actually see. be really fun to stream together. Yeah. Like we'll see if we stream on my account or if I just sort of like, t- Oh yeah. You have yours or whatever. Too. Yeah. But like that? I've streamed, like I streamed dark souls on it once in like 2017. Uh-huh. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll put your, we'll put your, we'll put your feed on the, in the bot as well. Um, Okay, well, without further ado, we will see you next episode. And next episode, we are going to be talking Final Fantasy XIV, but we're going to be doing our first installment of a the Tears of the Sand, our tier list episode, and we're going to rank all of the Final Fantasy XIV major patches, 2.0 to 6.5. I did not realize these all had their own logos and stuff. Oh, yeah, the logos, art, everything. Um, you can see the patch history, see what everything changed. It'll be an interesting discussion, and it'll also give you time to get through to 6.5 until then, if you want to do that, so you can have an opinion <laughs> on it that is a bit more informed. But until next time, uh, thank you all so much for listening, liking, sharing, and doing all the algorithmic stuff. Uh, and born from buds storm of buds we've been the storm buds a baby good night good night <laughs>